Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today on a Friday. Listen, we love a special bonus episode, and this one is so good. But before we get to that, I'd like to call your attention to the fact that we are nearing the end of February, y'all. How did this happen so fast? January seemed, well, lengthy, but February has flown by. If you're listening along to Let's Read the Gospels and you've purchased the Let's Read the Gospels guidebook, be on the lookout in your email inbox for your March pages today. We are so excited about March on Let's Read the Gospels because we're reading them chronologically. So we encounter the gospel stories in the order that they happened, which means each day we're jumping back and forth to at least three, if not all four of the gospels. That's where the guidebook is going to come in especially handy and helping us keep track of where we are. So maybe March is the month that you'd like to dive into Let's Read the Gospels for the first time. We would love it. Or maybe there's a friend on your heart who you'd like to invite to do it with you. You can subscribe, grab the March reading plan or the Let's Read the Gospel guidebook. All that info is at AnnieFDowns.com slash Gospels. And wherever you're listening to this podcast is where you can subscribe to Let's Read the Gospels. Y'all do not want to miss March. It is so fun. We are having a ball recording it. Before we dive into today's conversation, though, I want to share with you about one of our amazing sponsors, Athletic Greens. We've been talking a lot about habits and goals at the office here in the early part of the year, and it's fascinating to pay attention to where our good and not-so-good habits play out in our lives. One thing's for sure, keeping healthy habits is worth it, but it can be hard. That's one of the great things about Athletic Greens. They make it so easy to fit into your lifestyle as a simple daily habit. One scoop of AG1 powder mixed into really cold water every morning helps us cover our nutritional bases. It's seriously the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute. It can be hard to know where to start with supplements and who to trust on what our bodies can actually absorb or what's missing from the typical diet these days, but AG1 makes that so much easier. It's an all-in-one formula that's packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced high-quality ingredients so that we get major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier-looking skin, hair, and nails. Yes, please. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Let's go. So go to athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun. That's athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun. Y'all check it out. Today on the show, I get to talk with my dear friend, Christy Knuckles. You may remember Christy from when she and her husband, Nathan, were on the show for Couples Month in 2021 or when she graced our Christmas party back in 2016. Be sure you go back and listen to those. You may also know her as an amazing singer-songwriter, a worship leader, and I just... Oh, I just love her. She's an amazing author, an accomplished solo artist, and Christie's latest album, This Is The Hour, releases today, y'all. It's full of the type of songs we've come to trust her for, true, heartfelt, stirring, and ultimately songs that help us step closer to God. Can't wait for you to hear from her about all that's been happening and how this latest project came about. It's awesome. So here's my conversation with the dearest Christy Knuckles. Christy, welcome back to That Sounds Fun. Oh my goodness, thank you. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad to be here. What an honor. Okay, we were literally just talking about this a second ago. You're very careful with your ears and your voice. One of my like company-wide goals this year is my voice lasting till December. Really? <laughs> because yeah. between speaking and touring and That Sounds Fun shows and then the Let's Read the Gospels podcast that's every day of the whole year, wow. I, we are talking a lot. Man. A thing I've known about you forever, it's one of our, all of our friends' favorite things, is you say <laughs> things quietly that are that are daggers. So have you? what do you do to take care of your voice? What is your rhythm so that you can always sing when you need to sing? Yeah. 
definitely watch out for the caffeine thing. Um, yeah. I can have it in the morning, but if I'm going to sing that night, I'm careful not to have that second no cup. No coffee? Well, I'll have one in the morning, but okay. I'm careful. Just And then it's just tea from, from then on. Yeah. So there's this vocal coach. Her name really, like, she's Justin Bieber's. He calls her Mama Jan, and you yeah. can see her, like, on his yes. one of the documentaries. Um, but she's come on Worship Circle. I coach you yeah. know, Worship Leaders Online. And she has a whole thing. And so I just kind of memorized her like warm up, but she actually says cooling down is more crucial even than warming up. Wow. So there's a whole thing that you do. And she says, if you don't have 17 minutes, like in the least, like 17 minutes to warm up, like you can just forget it. And so I really do have to like get alone because the noises you have to make are really annoying. So weird. And they're so embarrassing. And then, I know. And then have you ever heard me yell, hey, Janet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of my favorites. That's from her? <laughs> that one's not from her. That's actually a CC Winans crew. Like okay. some of my friends um, traveled with her, and yes. that's what one of them that they do. But like my, one of my favorite things when I was on tour with Jenny Allen, yeah. we would be walking, and I would wait for the uh-huh. perfect moment. We yeah. would just be like, we had just prayed, yes. walking towards the stage. Jenny's right in front of me, and just as loud as I can, I'll go, hey, Janet. <laughs> and it's like it opens up something that the vowels yeah. mixed with. Yeah. And she, every time her, her shoulders just jump. She's like, Christy. <laughs> but that's how it gets you ready. That's what my um, throat coach yeah. Yeah, has me. Because even when I talk, I'm on a tone. Like this is a note yes, on a piano. Totally. And so I have a warm-up that goes around yeah. my this note. So smart. Isn't that bizarre? It is. It's but it, so weird. It's so all of it's true. Yeah. She'd be like, okay, now pretend like you're preaching on a Sunday morning. I'd be like, hey, everybody. And she's like, hey, everybody, everybody. And then she finds the note. <laughs> that is brilliant. It's wild. I love it is that. wild. I, I didn't learn. You may be one of the first people who taught me. I didn't realize how much people who use their voices for their careers have to treat it like a muscle, just like an athlete. Absolutely. It is why I mean the thing yeah. you have to sleep so much. Mm-hmm. I'm sleeping so much more just trying to if I'm awake I want to be talking. Yes. So I'm just sleeping more. I mean, yeah. And then I think about too just how it's an instrument. Yeah. I mean, you really do especially the older I get, like I think one of the first things that you begin to lose is control. And you think about like just you don't really have that issue with a guitar or yeah. you can with a violin, it's a little more volatile. Mm-hmm. But like you're your voice. I mean, it is this muscle that's also an instrument. Yeah. And you're like, you're trying to do these intricate things. And it's taught me, I mean, one of the things that like Mama Jan, when she came on Worship uh, Circle, she just said, you guys are, you know, your worship leaders. She's like, of anyone, mm-hmm. y'all need to be like, I mean, she's she was like, like laying it down it and kind of, yeah. yeah, which was so good because she, she's just like, of anyone, you've got to be, you need to be protecting your voices. Yeah. Like it's an instrument of like yeah. that God can use. So like it's, it's good. It's, it's like kind of whipped me into shape a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, the last couple of years, I'm like, okay, I need to be serious. Yeah. So. Okay. Worship circle. It's a thing that we don't have in the speaking world and we don't have in the podcasting world is when you get to be our age in our career, not even our age of birth, but our age in our career where you've done this 
20 years. I've done this 15 years. <laughs> You're really turning around and teaching the next generation of worship mm. leaders how to do this. Yeah. Why was that a yes for you? Yeah. I mean, I think that you do reach that place. I know for me, it was probably like nine years ago that my friend Todd Fields started mm-hmm. Worship Circle and he was already had, had groups going with guys and he was like, hey, I want to, you know, do a group for women. And I think you just get to that place of like, you've made probably a lot of mistakes at that point yeah. and just, and you're able to just share parts of your journey that I think are just so helpful. And especially for women in worship. And I mean, you know, as you know, like women in any field, you just want to hear from other women who are doing what you do, or at least are doing what you want to do. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's so beautiful and helpful to be able to, you know, be real with them. Yeah. I think that's the thing that they're wanting the most, you know, and yeah. and I think also they get in a room with each other. I mean, we're in a Zoom room, but like yeah. getting to just be with other women who have the same struggles, who are all on staff and are yeah. dealing with people. And it's like. Yeah, it's just it's it's neat to be able to share my own experiences. But also, I'm not on staff at a church. And I think yeah. sometimes it's good to be coming from right. that perspective. And right. It's, it's, I think that's refreshing for yeah, them as that's well. That's exactly right. Where they're like, <laughs> OK, we're going to talk about this. And totally. you're like, tell me. Totally. Tell me everything. Um, I, I would also imagine there are times where Katie in Omaha is like, can you buy sub for me in two weeks? Can somebody fly out here? We'll fly you out and come Absolutely. do our conference. And come. Yeah, that's really cool. Something I feel with the podcast network, so maybe that is the closest thing for me, is at some point, it stops being interesting to build yourself and it starts being really interesting to build other people. Yeah. Has that felt true? Mm-hmm. But the, but you've got to build yourself. Like, you got to bet on yourself yeah. and go like, I, God's called me to something. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to run after that. And then it feels like all of us get to a point where we go, okay, God, I did that. Mm-hmm. How do I bring other people with me now? That feels like the next most interesting thing. Yeah, it does. I think about like, you know, just our process of just spiritually being sons and daughters, you know, and then you reach this point where as sons and daughters, you start mothering and fathering. And I remember that happening. And I remember this one time, you probably know my friend Molly Moody. She's actually one of those that sang with CC Winans years ago. But the first time I ever saw her lead, it was at Passion City Church. And, you know, room was full. And I was in a dark corner of the room. And I had like known her since she was at Belmont University. Like she was probably 20 years old when we met her. Yeah. And just watched her break through all of this like fear, honestly, yeah. of of singing publicly. Yeah. Um, but all that God was doing in her story in her life, like her surrender to Jesus. And it was like I remember I doubled over just mm. weeping because it was like, and I was like, what is this? And all of a sudden, I literally, I talk about it in my book. I, it was like the words complete my joy yeah. came to me like yeah. Philippians 2, where it's like you, when you're pouring into others and you're like looking into the interests of others and you're helping build people up, raise people up, like there's a joy in that yeah. that is hard to explain. And it is like being a, a mother, yeah. you know? And so I love yeah, there is something so special for us in it, even, yeah. you know. So talk to our friends listening that are going, is it time for me to be yeah. the mother in this story? I mean, because I'm thinking people discipled me that were only three or four years older than me yeah. when I was in college. They had just graduated yeah. and I was in school still. So they mothered long before it was 20 years down the road. Yeah. So how do you know when it's time to start <laughs> mentoring versus building? Yeah. I remember when I, you know, I think it was during the time that the Lord was teaching me how to rest yeah. in Him. 
and not be so just like, you know, in in the hustle in the day to day that I could finally actually just see people that he had already brought around me. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's part of it is like, if you kind of look around and, and if some, if like God is already brought maybe one or two in like your general vicinity <laughs> like maybe you're like oh like I could they want to do what I do whatever yeah. field you're in or it, yeah. that might even just be that you're a stay-at-home mom or whatever it is it's like you're just a few years down the road and yeah. I remember it doesn't have to be intimidating because I remember just thinking like what do I have at this moment that I can share I could share my story but I had a house you know like I had a yeah, home yeah. a lot of them were just single women and a meal yeah. or like was like a big thing you yes, know and yes. I remember just I made jiffy pancakes like yeah. do you have you ever made jiffy no. pancakes it's like, like from the um, from cornbread the- <laughs> <gasps> I bet they're so good are they so good and it was like a win every time yeah and it's like 72 cents it is like- <laughs> so cheap so instead of making cornbread you just make them into pancake shapes it, it's on the back of the box like Christy, it's how this. to make Jimmy cornbread pancakes. This is my weekend. And I would do that at night. And so I would just be like, hey, do you want to come over? And I'm going to make just breakfast, or we call it Brenner, like yeah. have breakfast at night. And that was maybe when they, I had maybe like Noah and he was yeah. like a toddler. But yeah. it doesn't take much. Yeah. It's just really like sharing your yes. life. And it's like just sharing what God's brought you through. I mean, mm-hmm. it can be that simple. But I think a lot of times it's just looking around and going like, oh, this gal has been like around uh-huh. and maybe the Lord has brought her into my life because uh-huh. I'm supposed to mother. I mean, literally one of our coworkers across the hall started dating someone six months ago. Totally in love. It's the cutest thing ever. We love flourishing around Aww. here. We love it. After I went on a first date, I went to her. She is minutes ahead of me. You know what I mean? Like, yes. But but it doesn't take much for, totally. for you to go, hey, you're a little bit down the path. What? What do you think about this yes, for me? And so sure. I think a lot of times the pressure is once I'm 20 years into this, then I can turn around and help instead of like, yeah. no, what if the rope is a lot shorter than that? What if you start mm-hmm. pulling up at three feet, not 30 feet? Yeah, you for know? sure. It just feels way um, mm. I'm interested in figuring that out, yeah. too. Yeah. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation really quickly to tell you about another one of our partners. It's an event that I have the honor of speaking at. It's called She Is One Night. It's a one-night gathering for women of all ages where you'll be encouraged to stay rooted and grounded in who you are in Christ, to experience the freedom that only He can give, and be equipped to run on mission for the good of others and the glory of God. She Is One Night is by Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania. I love going to this church. They're some of my favorite people. I can't wait to see y'all on March 24th. Doors open at 6 p.m. for a welcome party where you can get checked in, do a little shopping, enjoy some treats. And then the event officially begins at 7. And before you say it, I know many of you are in places that are not just around the corner from PA. So I've got good news. There are online and in-person tickets available at sheisonenight.com. That's sheisonenight.com. I hope you guys will join us, whether in person or online. If you're close enough to drive, Come hang out. It's going to be fun. And just one more quick partner I get to tell you about, Rothy's. Like we said earlier, we're nearing the close of February, but it's still early in the year. It's a great time to check in on our rhythms and our intentions. And we have the perfect opportunity for a little footwear refresh. Rothy's chic, sustainable shoes will help us all continue to bring our A game in 2023. 
In fact, I was wearing my black Rothy's points the other day in a bit of a full kind of stressful day. And it is crazy, y'all, how having on comfortable and cute shoes helps set the tone for walking into meetings with confidence and truly putting my best, kindest foot forward. Rothy's has tons of options for new wardrobe staples you can feel good about wearing. From those flats that I love to loafers to sneakers to more in dozens of colors and prints. And you got to watch their site because there are more launching soon. Since they're 100% machine washable, you get versatile styles you can wear season after season. Let's be real. 41,000 five-star reviews and counting cannot be wrong. Rothy's original slip-on sneakers won Best Slip-on Sneaker from Self Magazine in 2022 Sneaker Awards. Sneaker Awards? I still love it. That's a thing. All of Rothy's products are designed with the planet in mind. And you know my favorite part. Rothy's shoes are sustainably made with their signature thread spun from recycled single-use plastic bottles. Over 146 million and counting. For stylish and comfortable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash soundsfun. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash soundsfun. And now back to our conversation with Christy. I think it's really important. And Worship Circle is beautiful. So for any of our friends listening that don't know about it, they can just go worshipcircle.com. I don't know. Yes. Do you know? Yeah, sure. I'm sure. Google it, everybody. It's <laughs> Google Christy's name in Worship Circle. You will find it. Um, okay. You have a new album out today. Congratulations. Yay. Oh, my goodness. Here, Thank you. I'm just going to tell everybody the funniest story. I thought I had the whole album. I was listening in my car, and I texted you, and I said, I'm sobbing, Christy. Mm-hmm. I am sobbing listening to this. And you said... You only have the EP, Annie. Here's the whole album. <laughs> I'm so glad you were sobbing at the EP. Oh, it's just... So the EP is Valor, and the album is called This Is The Hour. But it feels as Wild West as you as how you wrote it, right? Oh, I love that. Yeah. It, I mean, yes. it feels pioneering. How mm. is that? How'd you do that? <laughs> well, one of the ways that, you know, we did that was just from the very beginning. So one of the fun things about the album is that I feature Nathan yeah. as an actual like composer. So there's these orchestral movements that he wrote yes. that are very cinematic on purpose. Yes. And so even as he was writing those and as he was like coming up with the music and the track for Valor and when the violin player was at our house, yes. he had visuals up of actually 1883. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of 1883. Wow. Um, but it was because... To hear that Taylor Sheridan, you got some new songs <laughs> to use, brother. But like from the very beginning of this body of songs, this work, I was hearing or seeing like visuals of pioneers. Yeah. And and then, of course, we had watched 1883 and... Um, that was kind of the closest thing. And we thing love maybe. Lost Valley Ranch. Yes. And so we have we are technically pioneers ourselves. We are in for the a week West. every summer in the Wild West. <laughs> you ride horses so well. Aww, you do it so beautifully. I do you. not. So you have that in you too. You have the eighteen eighty three, you have the Lost Valley yes. Ranch. Yeah. And of course the Lord's, you know, giving these themes spiritually. And I think, you know, it makes me think about just obviously the times that we're living in. And I know that there's nothing new under the sun and yeah. that history repeats itself, but you and I are new to the equation yes, as far as like living good. in this culture in this moment, yes. this hour. Yes. And we're pioneering. And Jesus pioneered. I yes. mean, he's the pioneer, the author, perfecter of our faith. And and I love my even my sister in law the other day was like, It's like we're going in his wagon tracks, even yeah. though like he didn't have a wagon, Aww. but like 
you know, we're following our pioneer, you know, he is at the helm. And so there was all this like beautiful imagery. So even Nathan had a lot of those visuals up. And then of course, you know, we did the actual photo shoot on the land that some friends of ours own in Texas. In Texas. On the Brazos, Brazos River. And it backs up to the ranch where 1883 was filmed. And so even like some of the kind of the overhead shots of the whole series. Why 1883 is inspiring to you versus Yellowstone or 1923? I haven't seen either one of those yet. Really? Yes. So it's just the old West idea. It's the y'all went there first. You did what it took. I mean, that scene in 1883 where they unload their wagons and she plays piano. Yes. That, that, I mean, I thought, I did not know. Yeah. I did not know that everything they had to give up. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's the bravest people. Anybody who Mm -hmm. can trace their family back to that going out West, which is not us. We've lived in Georgia forever. Good on y'all. Cause that is some courage. Absolute courage. Yeah. 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 Why does that matter to you today? Is there stuff going on? I mean, I'm not trying to get all up in your personal life with our (laughs) headphones on, but do you feel like you're pioneering in a new way? Well, I think, you know, as always, the Lord had me, live all of this, you know, and and I think this record really feels I've been telling some friends, it feels like an exhortation for the yes, church. Yes. There is encouragement. Yeah. There's a bidding. Yeah. There's a calling, but there's even counsel. But of course, like it's not coming from me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had to receive all of that from the Lord first as yeah. as an artist like making this art. But like long story short, in at the end of you know, really end of 20, kind of beginning of 21, I was about to quit everything. Mm-hmm. And this time it wasn't from like yesing myself into exhaustion, which I, you know, wrote about in The Life You Long For. But yeah. like, this was more like, Lord, I'm doing everything I know to do to walk with you. I'm trusting you. I'm resting. I'm in your word. I'm praying. Like, yeah, there are these circumstances that, and you're sovereign, yeah. You're, but you're allowing this. Yeah. And one of them was my mom. You know, she's doing well right now. Praise yeah. the Lord. But it another thing was just that I had these physical ailments that I've yeah. not been talking about, but it was a full-on year that yes. this stuff was happening. And it was like scary stuff. I don't yeah. talk about it because people try to diagnose me. And yes. it, I'm just yeah. like, no. no. But it has lifted. All the way? Yes. Christy. And But it was like a year straight of, of feeling like I had this moment. On the porch with the Lord, it was March of last year, and it was we had declared we were going to write this record, and I was having just absolute writer's block, but because main, mainly like I couldn't a lot of days even get up to just do basic yeah. things. Yeah. One of the things was vertigo. That's just one, and, and I'm talking about where you're like the ceiling and the floor are spinning. Oh where my god, it, it's like you cannot walk. Like it's so terrifying, and so. Things like that are happening to me. And once I got on the porch, I, everyone, it, Nathan had taken Annie on a date. I think it was just me. Not the, me, just everybody knows. Right. You have a daughter named Annie. Just to like be very clear, your husband, who I love being around, we do not actually go on dates. You have a daughter. Yeah. Annie Rose, uh-huh. our 15-year-old, he had taken her on a date. And then Noah and Ellie were not living at the house at the time. And I think it was me and the Dachshunds yeah. out there. And I just finally kind of broke the silence of really like holding a lot of stuff back from the Lord. I think Mm -hmm. I was praying. I was in his word at that time, but I realized like I'm self-protecting from you because I am on the verge. Like I'm, I'm taking offense at what you've allowed. Yes. And 
I'm so discouraged. And at that time also, Noah was just going through a lot, even spiritually. And like, I was just like, Lord, what in the world, Mm -hmm. you know? And I can't really go into a lot of that stuff, but it's just this moment where it was like, I seriously was like, can I just like flip houses or like do like design for people's homes? Like I would just like, let me just like go quiet. And it was a real temptation. I mean, I like talked to Nathan about it all the time. Like, what would this look like for me to just completely pull back? And we maybe just go get a really small house somewhere. There's no pressure anymore. Not that we have pressure because of our house, but it's just go small yes, was the yes, thing. Yes. And your house also has a studio in it. And it yeah. I mean, it is your yes. office, your house, your it is. everything. Right? And there's a lot of land there for yeah. us, at least, to keep up with. And so, you know, on the porch, and this is the first time I'd ever yelled at God I've been wow. I've I've been his daughter since I was seven, and it was the first time that I just was upset and uh, cried out, and I remember just were you just yelling out loud? Yeah, I was. You were hey, janiting on the porch. Yes, on the wow. porch. It was around dusk, and and I just kind of went there with him, and um, and then it just I kept just pouring out my heart, and and I remember just you know. Saying something like, I mean, I really did feel like I was like, am I dying? I mean, that's how the stuff that was going on with me. And I, I remember saying to him, like, am I going to like see you soon? I'm just like really glad we're having this talk. <laughs> that is so sweet. <laughs> but you see, that is so sweet. If I'm coming, right. I'm get, we're going to knock this out before I see you face to face. That's oh, how I felt. So and there's something about reaching that point. Yes. About reaching the point where it's like, okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, if that's what you're doing here, like, it was like I reached this, like, threshold of going, like, okay, like, if I'm going to see you soon, then I just, I want to tell you these things. Like, I remember this is what came out of my mouth. I just was like, you know, it was a lot of just, like, kind of being silent, and I sang a little bit and yelled a little bit, and I was just kind of going out of all this, but I was just like, okay, if you, if you, if you don't lift this, I love you. And I remember just like in that moment, Gosh. I looked up and I I remember it just felt like times when I was seven and when I was outside and I was aware of him for the first time, like his presence. Yeah. And and I've told this to a few friends, but just the only way I know how to explain it is just that like in that moment when I said that to him, it was like I saw him see me mm. in a way that I just hadn't seen yeah. him see me. Yeah. And it was like. I let myself be found, and it was yes. like I, I, like the God who sees just saw me, and yes. I remember just saying, "This, like you've given me this message, you, you, you know, I mean, it, this started. It literally started uh, the physical stuff started the m- midnight of my book release, and while we were at the ranch, yes, yes, I don't know if you remember, or just uh, being me going on yes. walks that whole time. I thought yes. like every day was like, do we go to the ER? Like in Denver, like do we need to drive in? And so. I'm just like, Lord, you've given me this message, these songs, this life that includes travel. And like, I can't even get up to do the basics today. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just remember, I just said, what do you want me to do? Yeah. And before I could even get that phrase out, just in my soul was like this resounding. It just, he just said this, mm. like, this is what I want you to do right here. Wow. Like, I just, I just want you to be my daughter. I want yeah. you to come to me and. I can take all this yelling. I can take your offense. Like I can take all these things that you're bringing to me. But like, if you're asking what I want of you, this is what I want. Yeah. And it was just, again, just that moment where I just sat and was like, 
again, the God who sees just, just saw me. And what's so sweet is like two nights later, literally two nights later, we were in a hotel. I was in Alpharetta, Georgia. We were at a, uh, just seeing family. And in the middle of the night, I woke up to the song home that's on, that was on the EP, but it's on the album and literally started just writing the lyrics out. That's hadn't happened to me in, I mean, maybe one other time, but almost wrote the entire song in the middle of the night, just on my phone, just typing the lyrics out. Oh my gosh. And then woke up that morning, walk out and I go get coffee at Valor Coffee. That's right across the street in, in, in downtown Alpharetta. And, and the Lord was like, and there's a song called Valor. And so it was this, that's how. I mean, Valor messed me. That's the one. <laughs> Valor is the one that messed me up. I just yeah. put it on. I was driving to St. Simons, Georgia. Mm. And I'm just all over the island, just sobbing <laughs> with my sweet tea from Southern Soul, just sobbing. And that's where, and I think that's why those two are so, like, that was the start. Yeah. It was like the, I remember telling Nathan that morning as we were at Valor, I was like, I think that the Lord gave me like the diving board song and it was home. And then it was like right after that, it was like when you come home, that is where you find the strength that prevails. Like it is only in coming home to the Father's heart that we are able to stand in his strength on our own. Like, so that is where the valor comes from. And so it's like those two things are linked. And that's the whole message of the record is like coming home to the Father's heart, embracing Jesus who is his heart, but like then standing in the strength that's not our own and we're not mm. facing anything that we're facing alone. And even that photo of the single for, or the yeah. EP for Valor, uh, that's me out on that land yeah. and, you know, hair blowing and, and that's to represent not just me, but the church. Like I feel like mm. so much of Valor is, is for the church in this yeah. moment. And, but what I love, one of the things that I think about when I think about like the Lord just giving me home, you know, two nights later, I thought about unbelievable. I thought about the word content and yeah. content. How Yes. <laughs> Hold on. Do they look exactly the same? Yes. You're content. Content <gasps> and content. Yes. They are spelled the same. You just say it differently. But how <laughs> content comes from contentment. Wow. And and how like the Lord again was just reminding me, like just when you're home here with me. Like when we have that, like when we meet and you receive my love for you and I receive, you know, he received my love. I feel like it was like, I love you. It was this exchange. And I think that doesn't have to look like a hour and a half on the porch every night. Like I sang at the end and literally I started singing really loud on the porch and coyotes from all around our land all just at the same time went, Ah, uh, uh, I don't know like, if I should be like offended. Alto or <laughs> soprano, like we have a choir. Nathan, hit record. <laughs> but it was like this moment at the very end where it was like all creation, and I looked down at beautiful. Like my, my little dachshunds, their ears were just all the way back, and their <laughs> sure. eyes were just so big. But I was just like, "Do you hear that?" But it was just this precious moment. But I just thought, of course, like he's like, "Yes, I know you need to write this record. I have something I want to pour through yeah, you." Yeah. But you've got to be content back. And at home with me, yes, because of what I'm want to pour through you, yes, and that the content's going to come from being content. content. Isn't that like beautiful? Yes, that of is mind blowing. Of that, course, <laughs> no, not of course. You and you are the person who thinks of that stuff. The Lord gives it to you, but you're the one who pays attention. 
Wow, Christy. I mean, because what people, we take questions from people who get our AFD Week in Review. And so many of the questions that came in for you were about Be Held and mm-hmm. Lullabies. Yeah. And what I thought when I was listening to this album is I was like, this is the grown-up lullaby album. Yeah. Does it feel that way to you, or did I just mm-hmm. make that up? No, we were very careful because um, the lullaby album, you know, this is the secret, but it's not really for babies. It really is. <laughs> it's for the parents. For parents. But we were mindful of that because it is, I mean, just on a like streaming level, I mean, it's the most successful thing we've ever done in oh, 25 wow. years. But I think that is because people stream it all night. Yes, you know? yes. They're like, you know, play, be held, lullabies for the love. That's right. And it runs all night. But like, we were mindful of that sound. And so we were very careful with this record even to kind of just stay in that, vein a little bit, even just like melodically, rhythmically, sound-wise, vocal-wise, like we were very careful to do that because we wanted it to not feel like a massive departure from something that has been so special to people. And so, yeah, we... We had fun with that, actually. There's some moments where it gets big and it's celebratory, but for the most part, we tried to also stay with something that has kind of been really sacred to listeners. Yeah, I think, I mean, it feels like you and Nathan have found a spot. You found a need that we have as listeners that other people don't feel. And so it is, and the, the way, and this is him and you, but... The way the instrumentals are placed mm-hmm. on the album, I was like, this is good because I need to breathe after <laughs> that experience of hearing that song and what it just did to my soul. Yeah. I need a breath of this. Mm-hmm. Hey, friends, just one more quick break to tell you about another amazing partner, Crew. Listen, the Lord and His Word have changed the lives of so many people, including mine. Y'all know that. I mean, take a second and think about if you didn't have access to a Bible or you weren't even allowed to have one. That's a reality that many people around the world are facing today. Sharing that hope and peace with others is something that is close to my heart, and that's why I love sharing about Crew. Crew has missionaries in almost every country on earth, and they are seeing people come to know Jesus through their work. But some of the people they are serving are missing a Bible in their own language. So many of you signed up to support Crew, and we're so thankful to you, friends, for doing that. But as one of their missionaries said, we found so many people reading their Bibles. Please continue to pray for us. We still need more Bibles to distribute. Y'all, we can do that. We can meet that need. For only $25 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. When you sign up to provide three Bibles with the monthly gift of $25, you'll also be partnering with Crew to provide meals to 15 hungry individuals through their humanitarian aid ministry. Plus, you'll receive a free copy of my book, Chase the fun just as a little thanks. Simply text CHASE, C-H-A-S-E, to 71326 to help today. Imagine just how much this gift could change someone's life. So text CHASE, C-H-A-S-E, to 71326 to help now or visit give.crew.org slash CHASE. Message and data rates may apply. Available to U.S. addresses only. And now back to finish up our conversation with Christy. That sounds we don't get to pioneer, like, you know, unless we start to decide to go to Mars, right? There's not like a pioneering really here as mm-hmm. far as getting in the wagons and going yeah. out west. But so many of our friends listening have this like, I want to do that. I mm-hmm. want to be the first to do that, whatever mm-hmm. their that is. You've done it. I mean, you've done it when you moved here, when you've mm-hmm. moved other places, when you've left the music you were doing for a new thing that was brand new. And 
what's the encouragement for people who want to do the thing that they don't know that they're seeing anybody else do it? Yeah. Wow. I think, you know, one thing that I always look back on when we very first started. So watermark days. Well, even before What's that, water, tell me what it's called. There's one before watermark. Yeah, what was it? sons and daughters. Oh yeah, that's it. Sons yeah, and daughters. Sons yeah. and daughters. Um, in fact, when I met Leslie Jordan, who was all sons and daughters for yes, a while, yes. she came up to me and she was like, "You know, we like named ourselves after like y'all, like mm. the original like sons and daughters." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> You're um, like, thank you. What are the royalties? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess it's what made me think is like I was trying to go back to when when we yeah. were like kind of pioneering something in a way because yeah. I've been thinking about it a lot because honestly writing this record felt like those early days. And That's interesting. It did. And I think about, you know, the shift even that the church was making at the time. And I'll get to the question, I promise. But no, like, I love this. I just you love know, talking to you. We were at this place as the church even of this shift happening of where we were singing songs about God, hymns, to singing to God. Mm. And that shift of, you know, what people would say vertical, it became yeah. vertical and and how that was changing music in the church. Yeah. And so that was happening when we were 19. And that's wow. right when I met Nathan. Wow. Yeah. But I think what felt like, you know, this album was how, you know, there's a whole worship genre now. Yeah. And that didn't exist. No, and not when I was in college. No. Right behind you. No. And, but I think about just those early days of, you know, we didn't have internet, we didn't have phones, we didn't have uh, iPhones yeah. and no social media, of course. I had a and shout to the Lord CD. Absolutely. <laughs> and it. it was changing all of our lives yes, at that point. Yes. We're like, what is this? What is this what sound? What is this key change? Yes. <laughs> so so it. it's it was like that time and it was yeah. so beautiful. And I think that it had us when I've looked back on it, because even like some of the passion band guys who yeah. we just, we love, um, they're all in their 30s. And, you know, they've asked us before, like, what was it like in the early years? Because yeah. we kind of passed all of that on to them. Yeah. And I said, I think that because we didn't have so many of the distractions that you have to face now, yeah. that we aspired to the unseen. Mm. Like, we were listening for and, like, closing our eyes to, like, see things in the unseen and like hear a sound that wasn't here yet. And I think that's one thing is like, if you have that stirring in you to embark on something, I think that's one major encouragement that I would say is like, just almost get disciplined about aspiring to the unseen. Like, what could that look like? If you weren't intimidated by, and I've been intimidated of scrolling up and down in everyone else's ministries and lives and songs and videos and all the things, what would it look like if you were so intentional to like go on a walk every day or like do something where you were just completely shut off from distraction mm. and you really just ask the Lord, you know, what am I, how, what's the first step? How am I yeah. supposed to step into this? And then what we did was looking back, it was just, we just created a stir where we were. Yeah, that's good. And it could be really small. It, it yes. was like small things. And at that time, it was like little worship nights here and there, or however that equates to what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Just start small and like make a stir where you are. Yes, and I make think, a stir where you are, yeah. Christy. That's so good. And then it's like God has just opened the doors ever since then and hasn't like yeah. stopped opening the doors. Yeah. And so I think you just don't be afraid to to start small and just like 
just start doing it. Yes. Right where you are. Make a stir right where you are. Mm -hmm. I love that. It blows my mind that that the passion band, when I'm thinking back on Passion One Day, Mm -hmm. you know, where Mm -hmm. like that's truly after Shout to Lord, the Passion One Day CD was probably one of the next two worship CDs I ever had. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because Watermark came after that, right? It was, yes. Uh, Because my freshman college bedroom it's my sophomore college bedroom where I listen to so much Watermark because I had no windows. That's why I remember it so clearly oh. is that I used to listen to y'all while I was doing homework in the room where I had no windows. And the year before that, I had the passion one day. Oh. So, I mean, we just didn't know. And so it's funny to think that the the generation that's leading passion doesn't remember that because they were 10. Yeah. Or totally. they were 11, <laughs> you know. And you're like, man, it. And they just got out of a booster seat. That's right. That's right. They didn't have any of their own music because they didn't have, need any of that. They were watching uh, cartoons. But it is amazing that y'all did a stir right where you are in a way that a lot of people get to see has expanded and lasted for 30 years, 20 mm, years, whatever the math yeah, is, 20 yeah. years. Mm. There are people that we will never know here on mm. earth that have done that in their community. Yeah. And when we get to heaven, the Lord will be like, Here's who you should really see. Yeah. Look at their impact, you yeah, know? So I love that the Lord uses global examples yeah. to show us what could happen, but a global example does not always equal what everyone's success is going to look like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I just think that, that matters. I think mm-hmm. it matters because there, there are pastors who've been like your dad, mm-hmm. who have been yes. pastoring quietly for yeah. his whole life. Mm-hmm. And when we get to heaven, I'm going to be cutting the grass and he is going to have a front row seat, <laughs> you know? I, love I that. just think, I think so much about that because that's pioneering. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it's a little bit in your blood because yeah. your dad's done it, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. When I think back on just being raised in the church and again, that's something I've reflected on yeah. a lot recently. I'm still very much, my parents live only, you know, about 20 minutes from us now and his church is like five yeah. minutes down the road. And I think of him every just, time I drive by, I was like, that's where Christian I Nathan know. go. <laughs> and you, I just think about goodness, like, first of all, how like God would just orchestrate that, yes. you know, especially yes. even along the time that my mom got sick, that she was just here. And yeah, I think back on just the legacy of, of being raised in the church and, and, and him pioneering. I mean, yeah. We were laughing about this the other day, but like there was this band called the Cruz Family. Okay. And they were like kind of edgy. Uh-huh. And I remember like he would have them come like. Oh, like do know, a Sunday night? Oh, yeah. Do oh. like a concert. And we were Loved like the it. edgy Baptist yeah, church yeah. down the road. <laughs> but I mean, that stuff like I've I've been listening to some of that recently. And yeah. it's just like I hear even Nathan will go like, oh, I can hear like there's you know, Cindy Cruz is one of the uh-huh. the daughters that sang on that, and he's like, I can hear like how you patterned your voice wow. after that. But it's just like all those things, like my dad pioneering, you know, different things like that, and even yeah. being a little bit on the the edge of the forward edge of like worship and things yeah. like that. It 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 just made a difference. Yeah. I life. sat with someone last night and I said, the thing that makes me come the most alive is pioneering. Yeah, even though it is oh, so scary. That. Oh, but I am like. Let, I want to be first. Yeah. If if we can think of something to do that nobody else has done before, that feels like. And I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that means it's better. I mean, I think we're all built so differently. Totally. But we're all invited to pioneer and lead and mm. blaze a trail for someone else yeah. in some way. So when everybody starts listening to this this weekend, I mean, the other song before I know we're running out of time, but. Christ and me. Yeah. I mean, that one, Christy, is so special too. Mm-hmm. Will you tell me this is the unfair part where I'm like, hi, I'm a fan. Tell me about that <laughs> song. So tell me about Christ and me. Well, talk about making a stir where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote that chorus just 
in the shower. Did you? Um, <laughs> probably because it was like good acoustics in there. Yeah. But like, I remember at the time I was actually leading at my dad's church a lot. It was, I wrote that in 2020. So that was one of the ones mm. that would kind of, I hadn't, I didn't have the verses or the bridge written for that. But it's just a chorus that I wrote during the pandemic. I mean, and we were leading at their church at that time. And and a lot of times I could imagine, I never, you know, maybe I'll lead it now um, when I lead there next. Sometimes we just periodically will lead there. But I imagine that little church singing Christ in me, that little chorus. And then, of course, like I think there's a lot of songs about us being in Christ. Yeah. But I couldn't think of any that were like Christ in me. Yeah. And that is just basically the key to the Christian life. Yeah. I mean, it's not possible without Christ in us. Yeah. And and so I love even just, I've heard, you know, it talked about like even like Isaiah 40, or is it 41, one of those 40 or 41, where it's just they that wait upon the Lord, he will renew yeah. your strength. And that word renew means exchange. And oh, I think wow. about like Christ in us. When we're calling on that even of like, I call on Christ in me in this moment of like, not my own shelf life strength, not my own like measly love that runs out, but like, Christ, I I need your life in me. And at the end, there's this kind of like beautiful little tag. In fact, I made like a little uh, story about it or a little reel about it. It was like that your life in me is everything. It's all I need. It's it's everything to me. And, And how important that is, even just, you know, whatever we're going through to remember that he's in us yes. and how beautiful that we get to stand in his strength and yeah yeah so that's kind of where that one came from okay yeah. thank you thank you as a super fan <laughs> now you'll for two decades <laughs> i appreciate that next time i'm just going to bring my first watermark album and just go down the line and have you do it with every song i would love that um actually. okay so there's a dark horse of the album. There's like one song that's going to come from behind. Which one is it? That's what we kind of think. So there's a song actually, and you'll love this. It's called Keep On. Yeah. And it's at the very end of the record. Yes. And Nathan was like, I think that's the dark horse of the record. And so what's sweet about that is that I started that song the very first summer we went to Lost Valley. Really? I was sitting by the pool. Yeah. And that that this chorus starts coming to me, keep on shining and doing good, even when it's the hardest thing you've done. And I'm thinking about the staff. Yeah. And I'm, you know, looking at just their lives and how, you know, just how hard they work. And I was like, I just wanted to like pour into them. And so any chance I got, I would like try to have conversations. And then of course, you know, every summer I would come back and I would, be riding Amigo. Yeah. And I have like, I have voice memo after voice memo of like summer after summer of trying to finish that song. And so then of course our daughter would end up working there. Yeah. And one of the Februaries that we went, we've been together for the staff retreat, but we went. snowed in for an extra week. we did. It was so much fun. It was the best. Oh my goodness. But yeah, we were there, I think the next February and we actually just we're kind of like, hey, do y'all want to hear a song that we wrote about y'all? Oh, and sweet. I said, all I have is the bridge and chorus right now. Yeah. And I was like, this will hopefully encourage you, like, if you don't have something finished in your life, that yeah. you can sometimes even just share a part yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, I share it. And, like, afterwards, I mean, like, staff are coming up oh, and just, sure. like, weeping, like, thank you so much. Yeah. And so anyway, we get to doing, you know, where we're finishing this record and – it was so sweet because the the verses I had for it, it just wasn't the right thing. I got on the mic. I started trying to sing it. And I'm like, Nathan, it's not right. Yeah, It's not there yet. And so I go back to the drawing board. And what I loved is like the Lord was like, yeah, this might have started at Lost Valley. But now these verses 
this is for everyone. Wow. And so kind of the verses are what like made it kind of turn outward, yeah. you know? And But you got to sing it to them first when it was just yes. for them. And, and then was, you got the pieces. Totally. <gasps> so I told them so this is going to be on a record and you yes. know it started with you. Yes. But it's the one that when we played it for people, um, they've mentioned that one the yes. most yes. so far. And so it, we think it'll be a little bit of a... Just one that people want to send to yeah, each other yes. and encourage another it person. Is very good. I, oh, mm. I love that, man! That February when we got to be there and we got snowed in, <laughs> so it was dreamy. like it was so dreamy because <laughs> everybody at the ranch just got to work and we just got to be like workers yes. at the ranch. You and I got to feed horses. Remember totally. Nolan taking us out? It was just oh, a I dream. Just loved Nolan so much. I, I love Nolan. I that it was it, truly in my life. It will be one of my favorite weeks of my whole yeah, life for sure. Being there Same. then that week. And they just, we were just stuck there. They were like, sorry. And the, remember, the snow wasn't even, the problem wasn't in Colorado. It was yeah, here. It was here. We couldn't get back. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was great. Um, Christy, I just love, love this album. Thank you for serving us again. And, and the thing I want to say to you that I might not be able to say without crying is when I hear the stories of you getting sick and of your kids suffering and of your mom, and I think about so many of our friends who do this work mm-hmm. and... You just pay the heftiest price and the enemy just Mm -hmm. comes after you and nobody knows. Yeah. You know, like Bob Goff is another great example where he has like eye search, you know, like he has this crazy stuff going on. I don't know if it's happening right now, but a year ago, whatever. So thank you that you have suffered. I jokingly say this a lot, but you have genuinely suffered for the gospel Mm -hmm. and that will not return void. Mm -hmm. That will not return void. So, um, I'm so sorry you have to suffer like that to give Mm. us this work. I hate that. (laughs) But I'm really grateful. I'm grateful for you. Okay, sorry. That's why we keep tissues. Thank you, Craig, for the new box that we ran out. He had to give us a new box of tissues. (laughs) Craigles forever. Um, Okay, strong right turn. Uh, Because the show is called That Sounds Fun, Christy Knuckles. Tell, do you, do you, this is all sorry. Tell me what sounds fun to you. Oh my goodness. Okay. Probably like since it's well, it's cold. It's cold. Um, the beach. Right. I'm yeah. ready. Are you a 38 person? I'm not. What but, are you? Well, okay. So when I say beach, and this isn't going to happen, I'm just saying like what sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> I hope you say Costa Rica or something. Yeah. Well, so my friend Shannon and I, um, so she has a timeshare in the Cayman Islands. Oh, and there was great. a stretch where like for four or five years that we went together and she would let me bring someone and she brought someone. And it was when I first like discovered like companionable silence with friends where yeah. it's just that thing where like you're you're in the sun all day you just get baked yeah and then you come in and you like we would make dinner because we we ate most of our meals at the house and yeah. that was just one of my favorite things of us just all being kind of fried yeah. in like the best way I love that feeling and we're all just okay with being quiet we have music yeah. playing yeah. and then you just like then you watch a movie and then it gets then you laugh and have fun yeah. and yeah. things get loud for a bit but yeah. Just like girls trip, yes. beach, like, uh, yeah. People do not, they do not know what they do not know about you in a group of women like that, that you are the star, but you're quiet. You shoot tiny daggers that are so funny. <laughs> the rest of us are so loud and you just whisper in these little shots and they are 
They are gosh. truly, truly volatile and wonderful. They're just, <laughs> so, you're the best at in groups like that. I, you know this. I always am like, I'm sitting by Christy. I am going to sit by Christy because I want to hear what kind of stuff she's got to say. Um, yeah, that four o'clock on the, in the afternoon of a day at the beach feeling. Oh, yeah. That's top five. Yeah. And it's been, I mean, I can't remember the last time that we went, but okay, I mean, it's, it's been a really long time. Yeah, Shannon, work it out, sister. I mean, get us to the Caymans. So fun. I love the beach. Yeah, I'm with you. I haven't been in a very long time. Okay, love you. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for I having really me. I really appreciate it. Oh, I just am so, so glad we get to tell people about this today when it's out. So they get to listen all weekend long. Starting right now, they can just listen all weekend long and keep on keeping on. So love you, love you. Thank love you. Love you. Thank you. Oh, you guys, don't you love her? Okay, download or stream Christy's new album, This Is The Hour, today, wherever you love to listen to music. This is your weekend soundtrack. And y'all follow her on social media. Tell her thanks for being on the show. So, okay, we heard what sounds fun to Christy. Now let's hear what sounds fun to one of you. All right, Mary Jo, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Jo from Phoenix, Arizona. And what sounds fun to me is, well, first of all, this is amazing. I'm like crying because I'm so excited. And also what sounds fun to me um, is just right now, my kids are at such a fun stage of life. And what sounds fun is doing all these amazing things with them that I loved as a kid. Um, So we kind of have two big things coming up Um, next weekend. We're going to take our kids skiing up in Flagstaff, Arizona. And I loved like skiing with my family as a kid. So I'm super excited to do that with them. And then over spring break, we're going to take our kids to Disneyland for the very first time. And my son will turn 10 at Disneyland. Oh, Mary. I think you have to tell them, Mary Jo. I think when you tell them, they like do things. They like put buttons on them and stuff. That's what people told me. So I'm just telling one. And Annie, I have a voice like you. So everyone will know that I'm there. (laughs) Everyone's going to know you're there. Mary Jo, that is the best. Have you been to Disneyland before, but they haven't? I've been as a kid, but I haven't been since I was a kid. Oh. So I mean, it's been like probably almost 40 years. You're going <laughs> to love it so much, Mary Jo. Okay. Do you know about Club 33? No. Tell okay, me. Okay. Listen. Okay. You, okay. I mean, I don't want to burst your bubble this early in our friendship. You won't get in. <laughs> but you need to know there is a private club at Disney. At all the Disney parks called Club 33. You can go see the door. The one at Disneyland is the one to go see because it was Walt Disney's personal apartment. And it's where he had all... I know. So make sure you go look for Club 33. And Disneyland, it's in New Orleans on that street. And it just has a 33 33. on the door. It's very fun to Google. For all of our friends listening, it's very fun to Google and learn about Club 33. It is very expensive. And the wait is like seven years to become a member. That's kind of Disneyland in a nutshell, right? I know, right? <laughs> um, also, skiing. Let me tell you, you're teaching me for the first time that there's snow in Arizona. In Flagstaff. Not here. It's sunny and 70 right now. But you go two hours north and there's snow. I cannot believe it. I hope everyone yeah. stays healthy and wise and helpful and good and not hurt. So I'm that- a snowplower. I'm a green snowplower down the hill. a girl. <laughs> me too. Very good answers. Yeah. I hope you have such a fun spring. That's awesome. Okay. Thanks so much, Annie. This is amazing. <laughs> That is amazing. Okay, if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is going to a Nashville SC soccer match. The season starts tomorrow. It may be cold. I'm going to be out there. We are excited to kick off the MLS season and go Nashville SC. 
Come on, you boys and gold. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday for an episode that I have absolutely no chill about. I need you to know I have none chill about Monday's episode. It's with Tim Mackey from The Bible Project. Y'all, he blew my mind, and I'm counting down the minutes till we get to share this one with you. So we'll see y'all on Monday. Oh, I can't wait.